Hello and welcome to First Geek 411. When we do it twice, I don't mess up the name of our podcast. With me, as all but one time, the Filipino Fez, Chris Nicolay. Chris, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. You know, you know, you know. Got caught up on editing, so all the episodes are up to date. Hey, guys. (laughs) Woo! And so, and that woo that you just heard? was Miss Deanna Davenport, the Hufflepuff of Who podcasting. else would it be? <laughs> Who else would it be? I mean, I guess technically it could be like some of the female guests that we've had on, but... I'm a woo girl. I'm a woo girl. <laughs> what have I gotten myself into? Cameron's dating a woo girl. Cameron's Perfect reference. A woo girl. And so... Well, it's a good, good. Ref- <laughs> good How I Met Your Mother reference. I'm going to reference that in my speech. (laughs) That might be the podcast picture that goes up with this episode. (laughs) (laughs) And so if you are interested at connecting with us, you can do so through our social media at one geek 411 on Facebook, Twitter, and our PlayStation community. You can also send us an email at one ST geek 411 gmail.com with any listener mail. Um, we encourage you to rate, subscribe on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play, or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. And we read um, five-star reviews on the air. And then encourage you to check out the show notes on our website, onegeek411.com. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Dot com. They have com. not contacted us for trademark infringement yet. So, But until we get a cease well, we and desist it, order, so. we will keep doing that. <laughs> We also have some news. What? So at least for the summer, we will be moving, at least the newscast will be moving to a bi-weekly event. Mm-hmm. And then the other give week. you guys a chance to listen and re- submit, I don't know, your feedback to us yeah. on whatever. Ideas, um, suggestions. A time. And hopefully we'll also be doing in between those two weeks, we'll have a little special cat podcast special podcast going up. Mini yeah, episode. Will be, yeah. It'll mini be episode, more topical. Yeah. And so the idea will be it'll be a great time for like a listener mail topic. A couple of weeks ago we had a really good one from Jules on like when is a game series dead? And so um things like that, um, that we can have just kind of a twenty ish minute conversation. Um, and so that's kind of that will be that idea of that spinoff cast. Um, and basically just is cause we are all very busy. Um, summer, summer break, but not summer. break for most people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm a minister. And so the summer is the opposite of a break. And I'm a bride this summer. I got stuff <laughs> yeah. to do. I'm a bride. <laughs> that means Ooh. I have a whole separate job. <laughs> and, so. and this is possibly going, this is, it might not just be for the summer. This might be a possibly a, permanent change we're testing it um, yeah we're, we're gonna play around with our format a little bit here and there and see what happens but that means we need your help for those in between weeks we're gonna need some topics yeah mm-hmm. you actually so have to send them. us stuff guys please yeah. it, we'll talk about your ideas and topics and stuff yeah. any type of question um just let us know and if even if you want to send a handful we can kind of just talk through them if you want to hear more quiz shows, it might be that kind of thing where we see what kind of fans we are. And so <laughs> terrible ones. 
And so we might bring back the Lord of the Rings quiz that exists off air. Yeah. And is never somewhere. S- yeah. Somewhere. It's in one of the episode ones. And so I want to be there for that. <laughs> so it was a fun one. It was a fun. It was a very well, what, fun. It was a real, real place or Lord of the Rings. Or Lord of the Rings place. place. <laughs> I worked way too hard on that quiz. Aww. It took me it's... way too long to try to find like appropriate real place names. <laughs> and so. But that wraps up our intro. Let's get into the podcast. Let's get into what we've been playing, reading, watching, and listening to. Deanna, why don't you start us off? Um, well, <laughs> <laughs> what I've had time to do lately. Um, yesterday, I saw Incredibles 2, which was awesome, even though we're, there were some very disruptive children in our row that kept getting up and walking in front of us. It didn't ruin the movie, so it was that good. Um, yeah. that... What are other people do, do we like? I'm trying to think if I have any. Chris, do you have any like disruptive children in a movie theater stories? Uh, no. I really don't. Probably could you go when they're not at the theater. Well, when I went to Incredibles 2. Oh, spoiler. Spoiler. Um, like there is almost an issue, but the movie hadn't started yet and they mm. left. <laughs> and they left. Aren't you lucky? I had kids that just didn't want to sit in their seats and they kept leaving the row and coming back. And they're like four and five. I'm just like, where are you going without your parent in this dark theater? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? It, and we, like, and they would get lost. So I'd have to like flag them down because I was on the edge to like make sure they got back to the row where their parents were. I'm like, <laughs> why is this Dang. happening? Like several times. But anyway, the movie yeah, was I've really had- good. Yeah, I've had stuff of like kids like being in movies that they, they shouldn't be in. And so like even like like less than one year olds that are in like a, a scary movie or something. And so like a loud noise happens and then it's they freak out. Yeah. They yeah I've never. That. Nope. Never had that problem. Yeah. Um, Chris, I'm curious. The what was your like non spoilery interpretation of the short film before the movie? Oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> because I was trying to figure out what the metaphor was. <laughs> I was like, what is call this? your mom? <laughs> <laughs> love your I'm really mother. interested. Tell your mom you love her. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, ah, ah. it might be because you don't relate to the helicopter Asian parent. <laughs> Maybe. But, but. yeah. Still, it was so cute. It was adorable, and everyone—I feel like everyone was just like, "What is happening? <laughs> what is going on?" Yeah, yeah I have no clue but that—that that makes your that description makes sense. Makes more sense. I thought it was something like that, but I was like, "Is there something I'm really missing all through this?" But I thought it was really creative and fun, but had a deep message it really to was. it. Oh, Pixar and short films and your stuff. I didn't cry in this movie. Like most Pixar movies, I, I probably got close, but it didn't punch me in the heart like some other ones, like Inside Out and stuff. But I don't know. I feel up. like just with the intensity of this, like there wasn't really like major crying moments. Yeah, it wasn't in this one, but it was still like 
you know, like those like, family it was still emotion great, things. Especially thematically and everything. Yeah, there's lots of good family emotion, but it wasn't like heart wrenching. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, Which is a nice ah, break, Pixar. No. Like I can't cry in every single movie you make. It's too much. <laughs> Give me some light ones. <laughs> oh man. But yeah. Brilliant as always. But yeah, I love they had like a video at the beginning of like the voice actors and director apologizing for taking so long but why it took so long to make (laughs) to make the movie like it's been 14 years we know but if we had to make sure we had the right script and (laughs) all this stuff this is funny i didn't care for it because like i'm just like wait how many toy stories did you release and cars movies (laughs) (laughs) i'm just like um (laughs) yeah you you've done how many movies since then like you had time. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but yeah, don't I thought it me. was funny. They're just like, don't be mad. We know it's been 14 years and we know we've made other movies and we should have been working on this one. <laughs> it's like, we are mad. <laughs> we're still mad, but it's cute that you made a little video about it. <laughs> so I was still on. I wasn't mad. I was at a, um, a graduation tonight for one of our youth group people. And the person, like, I think it was like the valedictorian was making the comment that the only thing like they spent 13 years in school. And so the only thing that's taken longer was the Incredibles movie to come out. Nice. And that kind of put things cool. in the perspective of like the present, like high school seniors were like four years old when Incredibles came out. Oh. This was like, that was like the biggest thing. Like, is that Don't say things like that? Like you had like, because they waited so long, Incredibles two could no longer just be a children's yeah. film. Cause all the children now, don't know what the Incredibles are. <laughs> no, that was kind of the weird thing yeah. too. Unless their parents just happen to show it to them. Like, it's not like they were excited when it was coming yeah, out or anything. They kind of or... missed that <laughs> yeah. like hype of that age group. Yeah. Um, but I thought what was interesting was the animation looked really similar to the original one. It was probably just more HD, but like the style was similar. So it didn't look like millions of years advanced mm-hmm. from like some of the to- like the original toy story to like the newer up stuff or the newer pixar stuff so it was kind of like i think they made some sort of animation effort to make it match the original one as best they could even though they have more advanced technology mm-hmm. now yeah but speaking of style if you are prone to seizures or oh yeah <laughs> do not see this movie so, so much Again, i have not seen it but i saw disney All issue the their lights, warning about not it. other things <laughs> Yeah, our theater already had them up. Yeah, um, when I went to go see it, so I didn't see any warnings or anything. But I was like, my brother made that comment afterwards because I went to see it with my brother, and he was like, "Man, anyone who has like problems with lights and flashing mm-hmm. and stuff, like this is a problem for you." But oh, it was a very good movie. I was like, oh, no complaints yeah. really. Nothing. I will say that also by waiting fourteen years, you built like. You had to get it right. Like, yeah. you can't mess up after 14 years. And I will say, and I don't believe this was worth a 14-year wait. Like, no. it's great. But, like, if you had the expectation after waiting 14 years, it had to be phenomenal. I don't think this stands up to that idea. No. Still a great movie. Yep. But, yeah, that one little thing. Um, but, yeah, my other couple of things I've been up to. I've still caught up with Westworld. Uh, I think there's maybe one more episode left of this season. 
Um, and then also recently got Star Wars Celebration 2019 tickets for Chicago for Cameron and I. We only got two days though because they were just a lot more expensive and um, I only got Friday and Saturday, which are the most important days anyway because mm-hmm. Thursday this year is just like a shopping day. Like if you get in Thursday, you get like dibs on yeah. like collectibles and stuff and then it goes till monday so like their schedule this year is weird but i was like well all the big like panels are usually the first couple of days anyway so but yeah so plenty we're planning to be in chicago any listeners are going to be there for star wars celebration find us we'd love to say hi yeah and if you have any restaurant suggestions you can leave those in there too (laughs) what's the best deep dish pizza place to go to yes I want Chicago. all of the pizza. <laughs> Is that all you guys are doing? I I mean, <laughs> pizza. What's wrong with Deanna that? I will be waiting in lines. And, so, and Cameron will be going yeah, to bring me pizza. Too, so <laughs> I, I will probably be making several pizza runs. <laughs> slash oh. waiting in line with her because I love her. Yeah. So Cameron gets but to be the con. The by good news, I mean, it's highly so likely good. that I use this as my excuse. I might buy a Nintendo Switch before we go. Yeah. For all of the waiting Ooh. in line. And so, and we'll do talk it. about. Do, do, do it. it. Star Wars reference. And so. Perfect. With that, Chris, what have you been playing, reading, watching, or listening to? Um, A lot. <laughs> so, random life update. I'm currently unemployed, at least full time. I still have my part time job. <laughs> But that means I got to watch all Every the media. The media. So I finished watching Green Arrow. I finished The Flash. Uh, like both of the most recent seasons. Completely caught up. Yes. Is, how's Green Arrow? Because I dropped it's... off a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's I not dropped good. off okay. in the Razzle <laughs> Ghoul storyline. Oh, so I mean, the most like I enjoyed like all the story up. This most recent season was just very. Everyone act like a child. So basically, Arrow. Like, let's throw every little thing out of proportion, like. And it was just I'm like, oh my goodness, really? Talk, <laughs> talk to each other. Your friends. <laughs> Stop Why fighting like dramatic? this. To be fair, though, again, that does yeah, sound like, like literally the plot, like synopsis of Arrow. Well, don't get me wrong, but this is like worse because at least before, like with season one, it was like a bad telenovela, you know, (laughs) bad soap opera, like kind of acting ridiculous things are just happening. You know, this is just like really bad drama. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Um, And that's most recent Green Arrow Flash um, definitely holds up a lot better. A lot. Yeah. I recommend the Flash. Green Arrows, yeah, don't maybe unless you speaking just want of the to, Flash, like and this isn't being racist. Oh, <laughs> you look a lot like you look a lot like that one character who's like the, I for, yeah, Cisco. So there's another the cosplay for you. <laughs> like you look a lot it's like him. Like every time I see the guy, like he reminds me of you. It's it's the hair. It's always the hair. There it's nothing. Go. else. It's an easy cosplay too. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> It'll be really See, easy cosplay. Casual cosplay is the um, best. They're real easy. And since Coco's on Netflix, I watched that. How much did um, you cry? A little bit. 
Yeah, see, I cried a ton, and if Chris also cried some. What made me cry more, though, is Queer Eyes no. Bloods. <laughs> really? <laughs> Every episode, like, it. well, most of the episodes, like, it's just so empowering. It's so good. <laughs> Queer Eye is just phenomenal. And, like, season two opens up with a them helping a church community out and, like, watching five gay guys interact with a very small town <laughs> church community and like finding that acceptance from such a small like conservative religious group mm-hmm. was just like oh my heart. Oh, yeah so good you done it's good like more like current events kind of um, relatable stuff coco's just like family mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> oh gosh it killed me multiple so, times i highly recommend queer eye <laughs> Full season so far have been just so good. It's just happy crying. You're just like you're still happy for everyone no. in the show and <laughs> everything that's happening and people making changes in their life. <laughs> As I mentioned earlier, I also watched The Incredibles 2, and you've heard my thoughts on that. Still great. Um, I wish we would have saw more out of the yep. kids. We did see quite a bit out of them toward the end, but you know, we didn't get to actually see violet or dash in school itself is yeah these minor interactions with the classmates i know i was definitely hoping that they Um, because yeah it mostly it mostly fell on to elastigirl yeah it was more like a similar like it was kind of like a role reversal for the parents really is what most of the movie was Mm -hmm. as compared to the first one yeah i'm okay with but i thought it was good what about the kids? No. With that, before you get um, off, I was kind of hoping that they would else, do the jump 14 years in the future kind of thing that sometimes movies do when they've taken a long pause of mm-hmm. it's the. Yeah, or at least some type of time frame. And that's what I was kind of hoping yeah, to. They picked but... up right where the last one left off, which was weird. Also mm-hmm. weird because of the 14 year gap. Underminer. It's like that was so long ago, mm-hmm. but this is instant. I'm confused. <laughs> it's very different. I will also say the, at least for me, the twists. Yeah. Quote unquote. I called it. Um, I saw it coming. <laughs> I called it the entire time. Yeah. I was just like, it's gotta be. It was be. a good plot, and but it was just like. Sure enough. Eh, yeah, boom. that makes sense. It, it was yeah. so obvious. Um, which is kind of sad. Um, yeah. I also watched uh, the most recent season of Voltron which is season six. Hmm. Also a great continuation. Um, I really like what they're like, what Netflix has been doing with these smaller series. Like, like you get essentially two seasons a year and they're smaller seasons, but they're close together. So you get that story continuity, like really fast. It's been great. Um, and I've also been reading, uh, I started a book series called The Foxhole Court. Um, it is about a fictional sport called Exe. Um, following, it, it's not too bad. It was recommended to me by a friend from Maine. And so far, so good. Got to get, the, it's a one of three. So this is the first one. Yeah. And I've also been doing a lot more, but nothing really worth mentioning. A lot mm-hmm. of stuff in the background. Let's see. So I have been continuing you, to do some writing for Flipside Gaming. Um, 
about Magic the Gathering content. My latest article was about my Battle Bond pre-release. And so I kind of talk about um, some of the overview of the matches that Glenn and I played. Um, and then I kind of give my impression of the mechanics in general after having actually played with the cards. And so you can find that on the Battle Bond or on the Flipside Gaming website. Um, I've also been playing a lot of MTG Arena and I've been trying to stream um, a couple times a week for a few hours. Um, and so getting there, uh, my computer, um, if you've, one of the people that have come and joined the stream, you've definitely noticed one of my computer does struggle. And so I need to get some, um, get some stuff done, which means Chris is going to help me when he comes to the wedding. And so <laughs> recruited. <laughs> and so, um, and so he'll at least help me find some parts that I can use and stuff like that. Since I know basically nothing about computer hardware. And so, um, and so that's been going well. And then, yes, you have a micro center in Dallas. Yeah, we have all the things. And so there might even be this fries electronics too, and stuff yeah, like fries, that. Yeah, fries, micro center. Screw um, <laughs> fries. I also, I as of the time this goes up, I might have started playing XCOM two because that was the PS Plus game for um, for June. And so um, hopefully I'll get to talk about that more next time we do a new show. Um, then life update for me. I took a trip with my family to North Carolina to go through some of my grandmother's stuff because she passed away recently. And so um, it was a good trip in that sense of like we had some good family bonding, but it was a long, tiring trip going through a bunch of stuff. But I did teach my my dad and step grandpa how to play Sushi Go. And so that was pretty fun. <laughs> and so that's about all that. Was there any like awesome um, finds? Let's see. I found a picture of my parents um, when they were from when they were dating. <laughs> and so um, I think I think that's when it was. They might have been engaged, but they are definitely like they're uh, babies. Yeah. And so I found um I found a random picture of like the Dallas or that not Dallas, the Texas like state capital on like the day it was dedicated. And so like that was really cool. Hmm. Um, a bunch of other just kind of general family stuff. My grandma had a pretty decent like art collection and stuff like that. So there's a lot of paintings and that kind of thing and found my grandfather was a police officer. And so I found some of his um, his stuff like before I got there, my dad had found some of my grandpa's police jackets and so like those were pretty cool. And we found some like the awards that he got while he was a police officer. We found apparently when my grandma had got remarried and moved, um, they had just packed up the whole house. So we found food that had been in boxes for three years. <laughs> so that was that was lovely oh. and didn't smell and didn't attract bugs or Delicious. anything like that. Well, imagine it's <laughs> amazing. It's like magic old food. And so, but yeah, there's a lot of kind of just like random, like random cool was it things. McDonald's? Um, like some of her jewelry and stuff like that, that one of the pieces my cousin found was made by like, I think it's my great, great grandfather. Like he had made it for like, I think that's what it was. Dang. My great, great grandfather had made it for my great grandmother. I think that's right. Um, and so like, that's pretty cool. Um, that's a cool little like family heirloom type thing, and it's and so. Um, I think what else. 
We did not find any magic cards. I dibs to them. If we did. Um, and my dad was like, you know, she doesn't have those, right? I'm like, you don't know what she bought at auction. <laughs> like, um, I don't any know. Old camera so? stuff in- oh, no, we, we did find one. Yeah, we did oh, find man. one. Um, I didn't look at it, so I can't tell you anything about it, but my dad did find one. And so I think that's everything that we've been up to. And so that concludes our what we've been playing, reading, watching. Sounds about right. Listening to. That brings us into our video game segment. Um, this week, we are going to focus on this little thing you might have heard of called E3. Um, which is a giant video game news and expo. And so it's a time where a bunch of companies announce the things that are coming out. But now that I've done that intro, before we get into that, a piece of news. Uh, oh, we're going to talk about releases this week. There's not a ton, um, but we're going to skip it. So before we get into that, though, Detroit Become Human has sold a million copies in the first two weeks of being out on the market. Not bad. So well done, Quantic Dream. Not bad. And so, so Cameron, what does E3 stand for? The Electronic Entertainment Expo. Yeah. I really think we should have asked Deanna that. Just nope. to have her. That's true. It Darn wrong. it. Just to have her make hey, something Deanna, up. Hey, what's E3 stand for? Because <laughs> she wasn't even listening, so it's worth asking again. Listening. <laughs> I don't do Electronic she's, something Expo. She's too busy Snapchatting. It's worth it to me. <laughs> and so, I was enjoying it immensely watching you guys. We need to start like a a first geek Snapchat and just put Deanna in charge of it. So it's just these random Snapchats of us on screen. I mean, we can do that with. I mean, we can do that with like Listeners, Facebook. What do you think? And stuff like that. <laughs> like Facebook like, stories through our account and stuff. Yeah, people like while we're recording. Just... <laughs> I'll have fun with that. So we, we have a big list. Um, I'm kind of just a bunch of the games that um, that had cool trailers or stood out. Um, this is by no means going to be an exhaustive list because um, ain't nobody got time for that. Nope. It's true. That. So um, the biggest news and really the only thing that matters is that we got a Kingdom Says Hearts Cameron. 3 release date and turns out they lied to us again. And it's not coming out in 2018. It said it's going to come out, I think, January 29th, 2019. So next summer. Very beginning of the year, pretty much. (laughs) And so um, I would like to remind everyone that I do not believe any release date they give us until I have my collector's (laughs) edition in hand. So Have you even pre-ordered it yet? No. (laughs) I was waiting to see what they were going to actually do for the collector's edition, but they've announced it now. I don't think until... I don't think they've announced it yet. Yeah. There's one on... um, Amazon. But is it so, the one? It, it has a steel book and an art book and a pen. I don't know. Something that else. doesn't mean it's the collector's edition. Like, who knows how many editions are going to release because it's been so hyped. Yeah. Probably they are like, getting a special PS4 also, a PS4 Pro. Yeah. There you go. Is that going to be your upgrade option? So. <laughs> I've actually was thinking about that because I'm getting married. And so it could be worth it to have two systems so that Dean and I could play co-op games together. Maybe eventually. You got to practice <laughs> me on the solo stuff first. 
So yeah, you're not dragging like like a sack. No, of this is the end. Like, what you're, you're supposed you're to say? To play. It's like, wait, why do you get the new console? I don't even <laughs> have one yet. I'm not taking your hand me downs. <laughs> so Deanna will be the one with the PS4 Pro, and Cameron still has his. No, he can get a new one. I'll play on the old one and practice with baby games. Inside. Learn how to walk. Baby games. <laughs> we'll I don't think the console is going. I don't think the console is going to make a difference there, Deanna. I need something to practice. On. It doesn't you matter. Can practice on a brand new yard. console too. What if I get? It doesn't matter what gener- what console so, you get. They're um, going to play the games the same way. Um. With that, we got I three Kingdom Hearts trailers, terrible. <laughs> which is a thing. Um, I guess technically we got like two and a half um, trailers because mm-hmm. the first two trailers that we got were similar um, and the last one was radically different. Since but... we're on the topic of Square Enix, that three three trailers mm-hmm. for Kingdom Hearts is too, too many because we should have at least had one Final Fantasy VII trailer. But no. <laughs> but... There was a really cool that I realized I forgot to put in the show notes because I goofed Octopath Traveler trailer. That's true. We had two of those, actually. Yeah, they did like a character one where they actually talked about all eight characters and stuff. And so no DLC will be coming to Project Octopath Traveler also. Interested? Square is like Square has said they will not release any DLC because it is a complete game. And so... I'm very pro that I kind of approach. I'm kind of I can go either way. Like, I think DLC when done right. Is really good. Like, I know I'm like, I haven't played any of it, but like, I, I know the general impression of the Final Fantasy 15 DLC is very positive. Yeah. And so I, I'll, I'll agree with that. But I think the nature of the game, they're just like, it's it is what it is. Um, and I'm really excited for. Project Octopath. Well, it's not, it's just, no, sorry. It's not project anymore. It's just Octopath Traveler. Yeah, just, they kept just, the project yeah. name. So weird. Yeah. That, that is the like, well, we tried really hard and we couldn't find a better way to say eight people go on a trip. So <laughs> we ended with, with this. Um, also in a Nintendo went crazy. Um, we got Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Which is supposedly going to have every character ever in a Smash Brothers game. Cameron, I still think this is a port. I mean, they just figured out how to put ice climbers in. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, so lots of things on on Smash Ultimate. Um, but yeah, 60 plus characters potentially re- still releasing more. Um, yeah, still more to be announced. Um, they, yeah, they have presently only announced one new character, which is Ridley. Two new, well, one new character at this E3. Last year's yep. E3, we did the Inkling. Inkling. So we have yeah. two new characters yeah. so far. So, Verify. They haven't said there won't be more, as far as I've mm-hmm. seen. They've just they just started off with announcing here's the sixty characters that are going to be in the game because they've been in every other yep. game. We should also say that Smash, like so far, at least from what we saw of gameplay, looks a lot more like Melee. Mm-hmm. Like it looks faster. It doesn't look as floaty. It looks like they returned a lot to the original mechanics. They also did announce officially announced and like with this or recently after. I'm not. I can't remember if it was during the keynote or 
whatever. They did officially announce the GameCube controller adapter for your Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, as yeah, as well as GameCube controllers. So yep, that's definitely pointing toward a more melee feel. Melee feel. Um, mm-hmm. moving away from the last few Smash games, which have been super floaty and trying to move away from the competitive side of Smash. Whereas this one feels like they're trying to embrace it, maybe yeah. a little more. Um, and as with the last several Smashes, this is the director's last one. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like... Um... Just like one of those things of there probably won't be another one. And then, well, turns out people like making money. Not necessarily that there won't be another smash, but that the current, like, yeah, I forget his name. That has been over all of them says this is will be his last, which can be. But I also like that he does that because maybe it's just that he wants to treat everyone like it's his last so that he gives it his fullest attention. Mm-hmm. Maybe I like that. Uh, maybe I don't know. Possibly. Um, but it, even then it's super surprising because like when melee became super competitive, he's like, I never want to make another smash like this, but now that they're moving back toward that, I'm surprised he was so agreeable, like in allowing the game to move in that direction. Um, just because he was disappointed in melee and how it became this competitive thing and just wasn't kind of a friendly fighter game. Um, but he wanted it to be, he wants it every, it to be enjoyable for everyone kind of thing when people yeah. get super competitive at things things become less enjoyable. i'm excited i think they announced that you can turn off hazards on the stage so i'm really hyped about that i like that idea i was yeah because i liked i, I don't mind them when they, like when you're playing with like items and all of that stuff but if you actually want to play like a very like one-on-one fight it always sucks to lose to the level and so actually as somebody that hasn't owned a Nintendo system since the GameCube. <laughs> and so, and so, and since I play Ike, I don't tend to have the best like verticality for like navigating stages. And so I tend to be on the struggle bus. Yeah. I'm just very mad. Too much is happening on the screen when I play those games that I can't keep track of myself. So <laughs> I'm really bad at them. Although I have competed in some tournaments. About... <laughs> What'd you say? I have competed in Smash Brother Melee old tournaments. Didn't do well. <laughs> but I was but there. But you competed. That's what yeah, counts. I was there. So, um, also on the Nintendo, we got the announcement of Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yes. Which is the the Switch Fire Emblem game that Super I have been hoping for. And so yep. you knew it was coming but I'm excited to actually see them do it. Um, I like the idea of you're now kind of like the individual units are more controlling a squad. And so like you have like your hero archer, but when it actually does like the attacks, you see them with a bunch of people shooting arrows. It makes it kind of just, seem yeah. A bit so more they're leading like a battlefield. They're leading a regiment instead of, so your main character is a captain essentially of a regiment instead of being yeah i like that idea so it makes it feel a bit more like a real battle versus like kind of everything was like oh somehow these 12 people completely turned the tide of this massive battle and like and that works for some stages because they could do the like we need to infiltrate this place but 
on some of them, it kind of felt unrealistic that like your coup of this empire to reclaim your throne is 10 people. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, yeah, it doesn't really matter how good you are. That's going to be rough. So other big news from for, for Nintendo, I, I couldn't tell, I can't remember, but we got Starlink Battle for Atlas, which is, was the reveal for the new Star Fox game. No. Are you going to enter all range mode? I'm just going to do barrel rolls. The barrel. Do barrel fox. Barrel. Um, I'm pretty sure that was announced. I'm pretty sure it's being made by Ubisoft. No, sorry. Ubi. Sorry. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, by Ubisoft. Ubisoft Toronto is doing that game. And it looks different. <laughs> than any other Star Fox we've seen. So um, hopefully it'll be good. Hopefully it'll, it'll do a good job um, on that. But that, yeah, that's going to be a fun ex- Switch yep. exclusive, hopefully. Yeah, I think the last Fox wasn't received very well. And so... No, because it was terrible. And so hopefully this will definitely be something that that will change things. Let's see, what else? So, oh. <laughs> Fortnite's making its way to Switch. It's everywhere. Yep. We're, we'll have some news on that later. Which <laughs> feeds into some more controversy we had surrounding Sony. Yeah. Um, we got the announcement of Xenoblade Chronicles 2's DLC coming this September. Um, it's called Torna, the Golden Country. Um, I really don't think this game needs DLC. It is massive as is, but it's welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we've got a new Mario party coming to switch and we're no longer in a car. Brace your palms. And it comes out this October. Um, it looks good. So like it looks, um, interesting. So every, each character has its own dice set where it like has a character unique dice with randomized numbers. So like <laughs> Mario's is like one, three, three, three. Or is it? No, it's like, yeah, I can't remember. One, three, 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 five, six or something like that. Um, And like, they all have these random assortments and, bad things can happen to you. Uh, like if you like there, like there's big pros to some, but bit major drawbacks as a result of others of them. Um, looks like an actual Mario party game again. You're not in a <laughs> car with how many, how many is this? Like they've got to be in like the double digits, right? For Mario parties. I think this is 11. Cause I think 10 was the most like last one, but it's just called Super Mario Party, so I don't know. They they, they didn't number this one. <laughs> but also, Nintendo also Let's announced see. that like 
Switch ports will be coming closer to the original releases now that the Switch has been out in time. So like as so they like the ports won't be as far behind the initial release of like the actual game like games that are on other consoles. So that's also a plus. Yeah. Um, Let's see, we also got some stuff, um, some non Nintendo stuff. Of there's a new Halo coming called Halo Infinite. Um, Gears <laughs> Five and Gears Tactics was announced. Is Halo Infinite a Xbox exclusive? It's an Xbox console exclusive. Is it really? I mean, as in, it'll probably come to PC also. I'm pretty but. sure it was also announced that it's coming to PC during that but entire thing. It, it, it's it'll it's console will only be Xbox. It doesn't matter. And so, um, I do think in the past there ha- like a lot of the Halo games have not come to right. PC or they, have come to PC. They way have later. not usually but. like a lot of them, but they will. Like now, we are seeing that. That just does not work for them. I just took a word association <laughs> quiz and I that to determine yeah. what Disney princess I am, and I'm Elsa. Um, <laughs> because I have no idea what's going on with the E3 stuff, so I found something else to do. <laughs> Speaking of ice, the Gears Five trailer is you pretty guys cool. Wanted to know what and I was so... doing? I'm still here. It says that I'm I can't. We can't even comment on that because it comes off. And I might seem cold on the outside, but once they get to know me, they see I'm a warm-hearted person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it says I'm quite graceful, and any royal family would be lucky to call me a member of their court. (laughs) So that's pretty cool. So in that (sighs) in that Kingdom Hearts trailer. Is it Sora that's like, you could control ice? Why is he so surprised by that? <laughs> Look at everyone he's met already, like at this point <laughs> in the series. Yeah. Like, why remember? are you surprised that someone that could control ice? Not the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> yeah. Sora's not the dumb. sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> that's a different fantasy franchise. <laughs> <laughs> We did get Welcome announcements from micro, like so. Now that we're on the Microsoft train, um, <laughs> so Microsoft, yes, things. <laughs> <laughs> it's Microsoft. Um. Crackdown three looks really cool. The trailer is pretty funny. Yeah. So, um, Sea of Thieves is getting an update, but it's already tanked. So, <laughs> Forza Horizon <Yeah>. Four <laughs> finally got more information. Mm. Gorgeous 4K trailer, you know, because <laughs> that's cool. like all they used Forza like last time. <laughs> Was look at 4K. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I I think like the console specific ones were the weakest. Well, at least Sony's and Microsoft's were. It's just I enjoyed the content of Sony's. I don't think it was the most 
Well, it's like just exciting? like this this year, like it really points to where we are in terms of the console's lifespan, um, in terms of both Xbox and yeah. PlayStation. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing when it comes to those two. Yeah, I mean, like for PlayStation, like they told us the big parts of the conference that it was going to be Spider-Man, Days Gone, Ghost of Tsushima yep. and Last of Us 2. And I enjoyed all four of those in the conference but it also wasn't i don't think there was really anything surprising with those they just all look really good which is why and so (laughs) once again this year i'm giving the conference to is it to bethesda Because they teased two because games. Because they teased one specific game. That was literally how when so, Nintendo did last year. <laughs> and call it good. I'm just kidding. Yes. I was I was gonna make that joke about your like your thing for winning conference is just showing the title of a game. It doesn't no gameplay. It just has to no be art. like the most hype thing that you could possibly so get, announce. And you will win it for me. Um in this case, the Elder Scrolls Six has officially been announced. <laughs> we know nothing else, and it's like ten years away. <laughs> nothing else. It's just and so we got this wonderful CG landscape and Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah, they also announced a game called Starfield. This, um, and it sounds awesome. sounds like what they're doing is like they're gonna finish. Like they're doing Starfield, then after that they're gonna focus on Elder Scrolls Six. So it's pretty safe to assume it's gonna be the PS5 generation. They like of, of when it's gonna come out. So don't worry, they're gonna. They're, don't worry, guys. Time, they're gonna remaster everyone. Skyrim for PS5 as well. <laughs> like three years before yeah. we actually see Elder Scrolls Six, at least. HD remaster of Skyrim yeah. is going to be a launch title <laughs> with the PS5. Um, I, we should say that like we did see some like actual new IPs this year, um, brand new IPs. So like Starfield, we saw from Bethesda, um, Ubisoft announced what was it? Oh no, so sorry, Square. Um, announced Babylon's Fall where they're partnering with Platinum Games um, or at least so actually we don't know much about this it, mm-hmm. it's what we're assuming to be a brand new IP um, coming next year um, so there's that which is awesome I like new IPs because we've had so much success recently yeah. with them such as Horizon Zero Dawn last year and keep it up. We also got to see Cyberpunk 2077, um, which is kind of in that grounds of like, we know it's a thing, but this was kind of our first time really getting to see a trailer for it. And so it's like a futuristic, it's by the people that made Witcher. And so, but it's like futuristic, kind of like dystopian urban city type thing. And so mm-hmm. looks fun by the trailer that had no gameplay. 
So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sea of Solitude is another cool like indie game um, that we got to see. I think it was on EA's stage. I think it's EA Play or whatever, their indie branch. Um, and so it's about you're like this human and the things like when you get lonely as a you or you turn into a monster. And so it's about this person trying to like regain their humanity. And so it Just looks really cool. Lonely. Um, and so. Lots of um, what else? Uh, so we got more information about Skull and Bones. Actually, we got so we got a full new CGI trailer and then we even got some gameplay as well as a walkthrough of like how the mechanics will work. Um, that looks like a very promising game. In terms of more pirate games, I like pirate games now. Um, I like that pirates are the new zombies and I'm very OK with that. Um, from last year, we also got updates mm-hmm. on Beyond Good and Evil 2. Got some gameplay demos and footage of that which is also like that was like a really surprising one because like no one expected another one for them um mm-hmm. you got to see more info on fallout 76 um which was announced right before the conference but we got to actually see some info it's an online only game and so it'll be very different than previous fallouts. Online so. only. Yeah. yeah. I haven't really played a lot any of the fallouts. We'll so see. I have no opinion. Um although Dragon Quest Eleven, Echoes of an Elusive Age, got a new trailer. Yeah, I'm so excited. I love Dragon Quest. <laughs> Dragon Quest. Um, well, 76 Wolfenstein Youngblood trailer Doom Eternal looks crazy intense mm-hmm. I saw a funny picture that was making fun of the naming conventions about how no game company can count and they all kind of just race to infinity mm-hmm and so, like, you got Halo 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, Infinite. Doom. Doom. Oh, back to Bethesda. Speaking Eternal. of which, we also got the announcement of, like, a Elder Scrolls mobile game. Like, straight up on mobile. Yeah. And you swipe. And That'll be great for your battery. Your <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. <laughs> we did get Devil May Cry five. <laughs> um with also so we got yeah, the Devil May Cry five has been confirmed. Nero is returning as the game's protagonist. Um versus instead of uh Dante um being your starter, but it does look like Dante does make an appearance in the game um he has aged a lot what else 
I think that's we've covered a lot. Like there is so much from E3 this year. That's all the stuff I really care about. That's the big stuff. <laughs> um, obviously. So normal questions. Who won E3? Oh, wait, we haven't really talked about Sony's or so we got more gameplay of Spider-Man. Um, Last of Us mm-hmm. 2, which is. Yeah. And I'm. This is a great trailer. Yeah, there's a bit of controversy going people. around. People can deal or, oh, with it. OK, what about the controversy revolving around um, Anthem? We have not. Um, we have not talked about Anthem. Anthem is the game that I want to be and as good as I will say EA, like with the announcement this year, um, announced something that makes me a little more hopeful for it, meaning like more hopeful that the game's moving in the right direction. And that is that PvP will not be in the game at mm-hmm. launch. And that's also controversial for a lot of people yeah. because um, people love PvP and people need to get over themselves. <laughs> Sorry. Because um, every time a great game starts focusing on PvP, it loses all other great elements to it, at least in terms of games EA does. So I'm super excited that Anthem... There, like, it feels like it's moving in the right direction and will not have PvP at launch. <clears throat> Still, and I think they said there's only cosmetic perfect. loot crates. Still super skeptical, and so, and I always will be. But yes, do it right, EA. This time, um, Ghost of Tsushima. Also excited for. Looks really cool, but but yeah, and yeah, pretty much this year was just really building off of last year. We got a few big new things, like I said, we got a couple new IPs announced. Things were missing from people's things and caused problems. Because now I'm sad. Um, <laughs> but that leaves the question: how they're approaching the game. Um, yeah, so who do you think won this year's E3? Um, it's uh, like kind of like I was saying earlier, I really enjoyed Sony's conference, um, in the sense of the things that they showed I thought were really exciting, and I'm going to buy all four of the games. I'll give you that. Um, with that being said, there wasn't really any surprises. At least nothing stood out to me as like wowing me um, in, in terms like that I wasn't already expecting. And so, and then I actually, because I was on my trip with my family during E3, didn't really get to watch a lot of the actual conferences. I just kind of got to watch trailers. Um, the Nintendo stuff is crazy. Like there's like a new smash by which new smash was coming but Smash including all the characters, all of that stuff. Um, and then new Fire Emblem. There's so much cool Nintendo stuff coming. Um, and then I'm trying to think what else. I enjoyed EA's conference, 
but then they got on this random like command and conquer mobile game that they like showed like a whole match of and it took like 15 minutes and you're just kind of like why is why is this yep. the thing that you're choosing to do but so I, I'd, I'd, I'd probably realistically in terms of details that we didn't know probably give it to nintendo um although as kind of a general thing i enjoyed yeah, sony's a lot so like i can't i almost have to give it to bethesda and not because of of uh like i want to give it to either bethesda or ubisoft um mostly because like I want to give it to Ubisoft because Starlink looks great. Um, we got more, like a lot more information on a couple things they announced last year. Um, it's like Skull and Bones, um, Beyond mm-hmm. Good and Evil. Like they really built off last year's hype really well with that. Um, can't give it to Square. Sorry. They let me down. Um, but with Bethesda also, I mean, I feel like they felt like they had to do it. So with Elder Scrolls and then also um, Starlink. I'm really excited to see what they're going to do with those mm-hmm. massive or like see what like not only so we got the continuation of a very popular IP and then a brand new IP that looked that just, I didn't watch awesome. anything related to E3 so, this year. So I have no opinion on the matter. I want to give it to Bethesda. <laughs> yeah, I think I will. Yeah. I, I'm giving it to Bethesda. I saw, I saw that on, on Facebook before E3 mm-hmm. or like, I guess whenever it happened, I had no idea. E3 Slacker. Was until it was already, or oh, sorry, Starfield. Me a Kingdom Hearts it's trailer. Not Starlink. So yeah, all I saw was a Kingdom Hearts trailer, and that's it. <laughs> well, <laughs> things are happening. Okay. Sorry. I have too much going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, back to Square. So Square was, we mentioned this, Square is that was Square. glaringly missing Final Fantasy VII footage or information in general. Um, in the past, we have seen we had the opening trailer like three years ago. <laughs> at this point, um, we haven't seen much in terms of it. We ha- did have like just raises a question in my mind. That's possible that Square will make this a all one game instead of breaking it in three parts now, possibly. Because it just felt like they, you wanted to do three parts so that you can release it like faster kind of idea. But since they're taking longer, mm-hmm. I hope they don't now because that would be a letdown <laughs> at this point. Also. Yeah, again, I'm going to be very surprised if Final Fantasy VII comes out on this generation of consoles at this point. Like, unless it's going to be like the swan song game of like the big RPG that comes out right at the end of the console generation and comes I want out like that on both platforms. Because the sooner the better at this point. Like, yeah. it's just so long. <laughs> so long coming. And 
They can't make it another Kingdom Hearts 3. Like you can't. <laughs> you will you will go out of business by then. But <laughs> every year How many Every year Final Fantasy 7 comes out first. That every year that you don't have Final Fantasy 7 in your E3 conference, you're going and you keep losing those stocks, yeah, it's going to be messed up. No. <laughs> With that, let's wrap up our E3 discussion. Um, we'll throw a link in the show notes to some trailers. Um, and specifically, IGN put together a best trailers of E3 video. And so you can kind of go and watch them all there. It'll be in the show notes. Um, and then earlier, Chris referenced Fortnite coming to Switch. And there's some Sony drama going on. Um, and that's because Sony will not allow people to cross-play still, um, which is kind of their prerogative um, just as a business. Um, but it's kind of one of the one of the things that's really rough is that sony will not allow you to share an account on nintendo switch that has been activated on a playstation console which means you can't like advance your character which is pretty yep. ridiculous it's that's like the biggest thing it's like really like i get maybe but like the fact that you can't even cancel your account on playstation and port it into your switch instead of just giving up on your playstation account altogether just exclusively playing on switch and pc or whatever yeah. that's what gets me i'm sorry yeah shame on you sony never thought i'd say that but yep there it is yep and so that wraps up our video game segment for this week. Let's jump into movies and entertainment. Um, and let's talk about some of the releases coming out this week. Um, yeah. Luke Cage season two is coming starts to Netflix. Actually, it starts on the 22nd. Yep. So it's a couple three more days. And so and I have all the time to watch it. So one of our standoff topical podcasts might just be our Luke Cage spoiler cast. So I haven't finished season one, so y'all can do that one. But you should finish <laughs> it. Luke Cage is when so good. When is time? Chris, can you watch everything for me and just like pipe it into my brain or something? <laughs> if only. I wish I could I would just tell you the story, but that's I just would watch spoilers. so much anime. <laughs> it'd be all anime most of it yeah i could be japanese at that point <laughs> <laughs> yes luke cage season two comes on netflix this week i'll have it done by next time we record in two weeks weird um and also this big week's big release is jurassic world woo chris pratt <laughs> mm -hmm. and and hopefully some cool dinosaurs I guess volcano. we should cover like what comes out next week too, huh? Meh. Nothing. From what I can tell. Next week we get Sicario. Dev Soldado. Yep. That's about it. So but yeah. Jurassic World. Let's hope it's not. So I was horrible. listening to an interview about like the original, like uh, um, so when the first Jurassic Park came out, uh, the 
science science director or whatever, the guy that was supposed to try to make things as accurate as possible mm-hmm. or whatever. So this was at the time when we were actually like starting to realize that most dinosaurs were probably feathered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they look silly. Can you like imagine? Can you imagine like pointing that out like to George Lucas and being like, and Steven Spielberg? You mean? Or Steve? Sorry, yeah, to Spielberg and being like, I mean, there's we're realizing that they're probably feathered or like velociraptors are really small. They're like a foot and a half tall. They all lo- end up looking like Big Bird. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns into a movie about like trying to like characters maintain people. that question. It's like, or whatever. Or like now, like now that we're starting to do Jurassic worlds now or whatever, like the fact that you're actually just continuing on with that storyline. Can you imagine like, it's like, yeah, now we know for a fact these are inaccurate. Yeah. And they, in the velociraptor, People who are upset with me one time when I told them this is actually a very small little raptor, mm-hmm. like yeah, the size like of a, a chicken or something. But then they foot and a half tall. Like dug up a raptor that's actually close to the size of the velociraptors in the movie, but it's, it was found in Utah, so they just call it like a Utah raptor. Yeah. Which is not as cool well, sounding, yeah, but it's the raptor. that's actually what it is. And so yeah, yeah they just do stuff because mm-hmm. it's cool. Yeah, well, yeah, and the raptors <laughs> in the movie were not were made before that discovery was found. Right. They just made it bigger just to make them scarier. Then later after the movie was made, they found it. And that's also why they're like, Oh, we found it. We also kept them reptilian and all these other things. Like, yeah. It's like, Oh, they'd probably be feathered and really colorful. Yeah. Like we know Velociraptors would be super colorful. Fun fact, because on my uh, YouTube black hole, these people go to the Disney parks all the time. Animal Kingdom has like a dinosaur section of their park and or just called Dino Land USA. But um, since like they've made like been publicizing all the stuff about dinosaurs, they're actually more birds or more like birds. They had um, like a birthday party kind of thing. And Donald Duck was the <laughs> like main uh theme because they're like it's because <laughs> because they're like donald just found out he's related to dinosaurs and now we're having a party about it <laughs> it's so cute it's ridiculous that's a good one it's like donald's yeah, dino I mean, like, bash or something it's, it's like a big party happening in part of animal kingdom because donald's like i'm cousins with dinosaurs <laughs> we're gonna hear from all the young earthers after it's this. so great i found a link to donald's dino bash on yeah, the There's thing. No, the link will be in the show notes. <laughs> if you want to go to the park, check, check it out. out. Oh, that in the Jurassic World discussion. Uh, so, with that, let's get into the news. Deanna, do you want to talk to us about dragons? I like dragons. They're cool. And Toothless is getting a girlfriend. <laughs> They found a light Maybe. fury. Yeah. <laughs> he, they're gonna. At he's least gonna try. <laughs> he's not doing a and very it's good adorable. job. <laughs> he's like doing the like bird dances. Yeah. <laughs> in the trailer, like trying to attract her, it's adorable. Um, but yeah, she's a pretty cool looking dragon, a light fury, which is I guess like the opposite. Or maybe like all the males of that species are night fairies and the females are light fairies or they're just similar species. I don't know. But it's cool and she's sparkly and white and pretty. <laughs> and dragons, yay. Dragons. <laughs> and dragon. And I love the How to Train Your Dragon soundtrack. Like every time I hear that music, I'm just like, oh, this movie's so good. <laughs> like 
Dude, I love the entire like how to train your dragon, like everything, like ecosystem they have made, like the Netflix series, the little spinoffs, the movies. There's two movies, you mm-hmm. know, so far. Like this looks like it's going to be a wonderful conclusion, yeah. but also like the same yeah. plot line. How to Train yeah. Your Dragon before. is like surprisingly <laughs> good. Like I remember like seeing like the first one. You don't in, think it would Yeah, be. like seeing the first one in theaters. Like I was very ready for it to be an awful movie. Then like walked out and been like, I really liked that. Like Yeah, I remember being skeptical yeah, and was, be like, wow, that was so good. I loved it. Mostly because like just the character design really put mm-hmm. me off. Yeah. And the dragons are very odd looking. Like they're not your typical dragon. Like these they're just very lizards. Yeah. With wings. With wings. But even some of them don't even really look like lizards. Like the one that I don't remember what it's called, but it basically looks like a flying pine cone. <laughs> yeah, that Broncos. one. <laughs> yeah, little, little, little tiny little wings. wings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's like yeah, like, like yeah, person is super off putting, but like the story and everything was told so well that I got over yeah. it pretty fast. And yeah, it was yeah. so good. It's fun. So I love it, but yeah, the sound that soundtrack gets me every time because it's like kind of Nordic but also kind of Celtic kind of sounding. I love it. About the bagpipes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this looks super promising, but also, yeah, like every movie, like pretty much tell the same story almost. But you get a new discovery, like good, like character development. Like, I feel like that's what the movies really center around, or like introductions, like. In this one, we get we're gonna give him closure with his mother. Yeah, <laughs> like all these things, and in this one, we finally get closure with Toothless, and not, possibly not being the last of his kind. And oh. yeah, I'm excited. I hope there are baby dragons. If I don't get baby dragons at the end of the movie or like post credits or something, I'm gonna be very put out. Be like, I if you give Toothless a girlfriend, and you don't have cute little baby dragons. I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> How Just dare DreamWorks, you. make sure don't release it without there being little a little some baby dragons. I want to see cute. <laughs> I would like to see cute, please. I would like to see cute baby dragons, please. <laughs> That's all I ask. <laughs> That's all, all I, I want. want. It's like the Love <laughs> like Game of Thrones episode where the baby dragons are like, yay! Little tiny dragons. So cute. Who cares what these people are doing? <laughs> Dragons are awesome and adorable. Anyway, move on from this. And so, Chris, why <laughs> don't you tell us about Star Trek? So the uh, creator, Alex Kurtzman of Star Trek Discovery, or the showrunner for Star Trek Discovery, Alex Kurtzman, um, has recently been signed on to another new five-year deal. Um uh, and so he's will oversee the entire future of Star Trek on TV. Um, so possibly we're talking about development of new shows, miniseries, and possibly more. Um, we'll see what else that's going to entail. Um, so, yeah, it's a five-year deal. Um, and part of it, there's a lot of, I mean, it's still rumors, but um, possibly with the return of Patrick hmm. Stewart to the Star Trek series. That's exciting. I love Professor I'm Xavier. Down. <laughs> when he can walk. Oh, <laughs> Zing pal. 
Um, yeah, so like hopefully it turns out well, and hopefully CBS has learned not to exclusively offer it on their streaming service because boo. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, CBS has been also offering like the channel subscription through Amazon Prime and possibly, I think Hulu as well. So there is that. So that's a cheaper alternative for those who already have those subscription services. Um, better than paying an extra $10 for a single service. Um, but yeah, we will see what this has in store as more information comes out. But are we getting any more Star Trek movies is mm. the real question. I'm okay with that more. Probably the, last, the last one I saw was meh to me. I like like doing new cast. I can't remember what the last one. I don't was. Even... Into Benedict darkness. Benedict Cumberbatch was the last good one. Good one I saw. No, <laughs> I I never saw the one after that. That was the second one, right? I think I watched. Yeah, the last like one, I watched. I remember I watched it, obviously. but I don't remember much about it. Except there's like a chick with like white and black like stripes yeah. on her face. Maybe after Discovery, we'll see a return back to like the weird, like the flavor of the week interactions um, versus Discovery, which was telling a yeah. broad story arc. We'll see. We need more now, flavor of the week. Shows. I think flavor of the week is just really hard to do with. Mm. I think, yeah, but I think it's harder to do in today's like, I think people aren't as interested because you risk a lot of incontinuity and yeah. I mean, I just need stuff that's know, less of an investment. A, like I need yeah, some I that are and some that are like, I just have 20 point. minutes to fill, but I don't want to get into yeah. something I got to keep up with. Like, I think some of the problem with like flavor of the week shows is that they worked really well when you had to view them primarily once a week. True. But once you watch flavor of the week shows in quick succession, like it yeah. just you really get to realize just kind of how like uncreative they are typically, and like they might have cool, right? And again, well, there's always depends. exceptions to the rule, like but like friends, right? <laughs> so I think the best way to, to flavor the week would be through net like with Netflix. Like they they did a great job with Black Mirror. That's essentially flavor of the week. I watched one show, episode right? and said never again. Like it's like <laughs> Because I watched the first episode. That's right. That's right. That's your thing. That's your thing. <laughs> what have I done? Like, Never oh, no. <laughs> Same with Walking Dead. <laughs> Never look at technology again. Walking Dead. Same way. has made her stance on AI. I will know. But yeah, right. I'm talking about different episodes. But things okay. like Star Trek or whatever, like, <laughs> like with Flavor of the Week, you also start looking like when you watch things back to back like that. Like you realize that there's a lot of inconsistencies yeah. in how they're telling the story, which creates like yeah. paradoxes or whatever you want to just, just like, oh, well, yeah. what? Wait, yeah. what and about like, I know this? for me, a lot of the shows that I really like are the are the ones where you actually get really like real character growth, which tends to be a lot harder in like. Flavor of the week. Um, not that, again, not that it doesn't happen, but it does tend to be a lot harder whereas when you're like binging like a netflix show it's basically an eight hour movie and so you can get some really good character growth um but eh. we also got a trailer for spider-man yep. into the spider-verse 
which is an animated movie focused Woo. on like Miles Morales and Peter Parker and um, Gwen Stacy and all kinds of different spider people um, so as many. they are. Spider pig. So, if spider pig, pig is pig. there needs to be a spider, spider pig ham, reference. Sorry. Spider ham. Oh, that just means spider pig is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Rip spider pig. They cooked it. <laughs> Isn't it Spider Ham and like Spider Pig is the what Simpsons. they did in Sim- it's the Simpsons movie. Family Guy or whatever or no Simpsons Simpsons movie, but Spider Ham is a real universe where uh, it's a pig universe uh, and okay. Spider Ham is um, okay. Yes. I stand corrected. Spider Ham is a real thing. Okay, whose name is Peter Porker? Oh God, I've made my stance on puns well known. Peter Porker. Yeah, that's right. Oh. <laughs> uh, I want to watch it. I don't want to live I really hope they reference anymore. it somehow in this, but it's crazy. It's people are crazy it's everywhere. <laughs> but it looks really cool. I'm excited. Um, I don't know if it has mm-hmm. a release date or anything yet, but um, we also um, found out that Infinity War has passed the two um, billion dollar mark. Not the typo that I have in the show notes. And traumatized thousands okay. of little children. I was like, I was like, it's like either he meant two billion dollar mark, or, or he meant six hundred yeah, no. million domestic. And so, the, um, and so it's I think like the second movie to do this, and so that is pretty awesome Disney for them. Raking in the cash, raking in the cash. <laughs> To build their Marvel land in California. <laughs> or more <laughs> repurposed Bugs Land into Marvel stuff. I know things about the parks now because I'm watching all those videos on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. I know things. Ask me questions. I know things. <laughs> You're going on a vacation. So, Call me. <laughs> Message me on Twitter. <laughs> and Zoe Solana? Solana. Solana. Yeah, she was in both Guardians and Avatar, which are the two movies to to break two billion dollars. So and has base. That's right. You know the males in in each of those movies because and she's blue in one and green in the other one. Yep. So, um, maybe we should pay women the same as men. What? <laughs> what? Well, maybe women should learn to negotiate their pay. I'm just sorry, devil's advocate. There, don't Please actually don't mean that. Just pay don't people fairly. Doesn't matter what they are. <laughs> or do send us hate mail because then it's mail either way. <laughs> we like feedback. I made my hands on puzzle now, and so kind of. I didn't hear a this pun. whole. Wait, what? How's that a pun? Uh, I thought you because it was male either way. That was not intentional. <laughs> if that was, you don't touch you with puns. You're finding them where they don't exist. I've made my stance on them well known, and they're awful. But <laughs> He's making up. Um, puns. Chris Pratt recently received the Generation Award from MTV, um, and he gives a good little. Wait! 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 Generation. He's not a musician. Music television. Oh, MTV. I know. I know. Music yeah. Television. <laughs> they don't have music but anymore. It's almost like MTV. 
It's a thing of the What's past. What's that TV doing giving out <laughs> non-music awards? Yeah. <laughs> and so... I mean... They should change their name, like, really, though. The, the event is the MTV Movie and TV Awards. So... See, they're, they're not even giving out now. awards for music in that award show. <laughs> yeah, you what have to rebrand. It's yeah. still MTV. <laughs> Movies, television. And so, the reason we bring it up is that but they don't Do they show though? movies I on literally, MTV. Then? I literally <laughs> don't know the last time I watched, watched MTV. Pet my ride and Room Raiders. So. <laughs> I don't even know what they show. Last I checked, it's still all just reality television. Anyway, and... back so to what Cameron was saying. But Blech. yeah, but Chris Pratt talks about his faith um, in his like acceptance speech, which is pretty cool. And so one of the, he gives people advice, some of which is a, bu- a bit more serious than others. So like the first, he gives people nine pieces of advice. The first one is breathe, because if you don't, you'll suffocate. I'm being... And so, he, I mean, he also talks about how to poop at a party and for it to not it smell bad. <laughs> that video is really funny. And so, and then like the last one, um, this is the... <laughs> This is the last one. He says, "Hack poopery." Um, number nine. Nobody's perfect. You are imperfect. You always will be. But there is a powerful force that designed you that way, and if you are willing to accept it, um, you will have grace. And grace is a gift. The grace was paid for with somebody else's blood. Don't forget it. Don't take it for granted. It was really cool. And so, I like it when mm-hmm. celebrities or people who have a lot of people watching them and mm-hmm. idolizing them like say good things. Instead of like th- all the other mm-hmm. people who are of the claim to be of the same faith doing really mean things. It's like show, show the good yeah. stuff. I mean, besides the <coughs> obvious, we don't have to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we had to though. I couldn't help it. <laughs> it's like a possession. <laughs> that cop just came up naturally. It's just <laughs> Well, but just could not dead. stop it. It was it was the best cough. <laughs> you, you you have the best coughs, Chris. Yep. But that wraps up our news um. from movies entertainment. <laughs> um, and so for the summer, we are taking some time off for a must see movie of the week. Unless we get some really awesome listener yeah. suggestions. And once Karen and I are married, I'll and find so. out more things he hasn't seen and start going again. <laughs> But we'll watch them together. We'll watch and them together. And hopefully now you actually Cameron. have a chance It'll be fine. to submit said suggestions. I'll make cookies and feed you afterwards. <laughs> You'll be feeding okay. me during the movie. Whatever we like, have to I do. Have to think. <laughs> if we're going back to the movies that I didn't see for a reason. I'll like... bribe you. I'll, I'll give you treats. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll make it okay. <laughs> so with that. Chris, let's go into the anime segment. Woo! So the my biggest excitement is uh, Warren Ellis, the writer and producer of the Castlevania series on Netflix, um, said on Twitter this last Tuesday that the show's eight-episode se- second season will premiere on Netflix this year. December no exact 31st. release date, but we know it'll be by the end of this year, which is exciting. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd be fine either way because the first season was so phenomenally do- well done. Yeah, I'll watch that. I am excited for yeah. the second. 
um especially because like they're shorter seasons so um which i'm okay with as long as you get more episodes more often but if you haven't checked out the first season yet on netflix i highly recommend it unless you don't like vampires in which case don't it's dark and gory it's wonderful i'm excited but yes also i also so i guess i could mention should have mentioned this earlier on but the anime that i recently watched was the disastrous life of psyche k and it reminded me a lot one of punch. one punch man like this is one of those just ridiculous series that there's no real major plot to it or anything but so psyche is a psychic telepath with way too much power power. um he could pretty much (laughs) i wish like he could literally like implant thoughts in people's heads or like change people on genetic level (laughs) no i can't kind of things so he's really cautious and because he could read minds he's like he's just try. he seeks to not stand out in high school or like he doesn't give anyone time of days like i know what you're thinking so <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> kind of thing so like, he realizes people's real intentions and stuff and seeks to avoid them but it's also like about how like so many people around him as a result of this like like they are involved in his life as a result kind of thing, just because of they just to be his friend kind of thing. They're good people. Um, yeah, it's, it's just a really fun, random anime, no real purpose to it. It's also very self-aware, much like one punch man, which I think is the intention of it. Um, so if you need something to binge watch, I recommend it's also great to put Mm -hmm. on the background also english dubbed it is when i'd rather i'd rather be looking at (laughs) what's happening instead of reading the little words at the bottom (laughs) i want to use my peripherals to watch a show sure but yeah that is anime for the week also we are well i guess sorry i guess that's not all we are pretty much wrapping up the spring season of anime so that means we'll have a lot to talk about in the coming month or so <laughs> oh boy as new season starts <laughs> which means we get the bad i'm really anime. excited about the badman anime <laughs> I, I am so excited for the badman anime chris does he's a little hair really high on my sometimes list. when he says it's adorable he's like and, it's high on my list here no. <laughs> Hair flip. I know. You flaunt that hair. <laughs> I can't help it. Look at this hair. Uh, We're gonna have to make a gif of you at some point doing that. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna record my screen at some if point. Only the, if only the listeners could see this. Uh, Eventually, we'll start streaming, like recording yeah. or something like that. And then people can make clips so, of us mm-hmm. being silly on Twitch sure. or something. It'll be great. <laughs> we get emotes oh my gosh and we'll get fan art <laughs> <laughs> listeners we can't wait 
Yeah. And I think that wraps up our movies and entertainment section. And since we finished our movies and entertainment segment, that means it's time for dongle news. I love that I came up with both of these next two segment names. Chris, take us away. I I contributed to this. She's our segment namer. So yeah. this week or last two weeks, I guess, in I helped. tech. <laughs> so recently, Apple has been fined for $6.6 million after iPhones and iPads stopped working because they had third-party parts installed in them. <gasps> I mean, like, Tainted. what's a couple million dollars to, to Apple? Yeah. <laughs> well, so... I did... Unfortunately, I wish this. I wish I could say this took place in the U.S., but unfortunately, we don't value consumer protections, so this had to take place in Australia. <laughs> I will say my phone was acting funny last week and was like randomly shutting off, but they were able to change the battery in the store, and I was like, "Okay, I was expecting you guys to make this really difficult, mm-hmm. maybe without a phone or have to pay for a new phone." But luckily, all they had to do was charge me thirty bucks for a new battery. Yeah. I had issue with my phone battery too, I and so I ordered one on Amazon and changed it. Yeah, but I should not be scared, Apple. I should not <laughs> be afraid. Yeah, but you shouldn't. Anyway. You should be fine. Like to do so yourself isn't a bad thing if you have the know-how, and that's pretty much what happened here. So an Australian court has well, so nine million Australian US Australian dollars, um, which equivalents to six point six million US. Um, find Apple for its refusal to fix iPhones and iPods that had previously been repaired with third-party parts. Hmm. Well. Yeah. Which, in the U.S., is actually illegal for them to do. They do not have the warranty parts that were replaced by third parties, but they are required to offer any other warranty, like, continue offering, like, working on your own stuff does not void your warranty, people. Yeah true story also relevant to us pod, google has officially launched their own podcast app called google podcasts so you no longer have to do the awkward weird search on google play or whatever to try to find Google's this because gonna rule the world along with disney yep unless the um, podcast is coming to get them Bum bum bum. Oh, as a result, Disney did up their bid, though. But that's another conversation. That's a whole other thing. Um, Save that for later. With the launch of their podcast app, uh, it also comes with personalized recommendations using their high-end algorithms. Um, But yeah, we'll see how this turns out. Um, Potentially, if you guys are listening to this, maybe you're listening on Google's new app. maybe they'll have a review system if they do you know what to do (laughs) and we'll remind you at the end of this of the end of the show (laughs) um android messages have also finally really have announced a it's on a slow rollout but if you use android messages on your android based phone you can now use send messages from your desktop by going to um messages.android.com scanning the QR code on your phone 
to directly connect your Android messages to your web browser. Hmm. Kind of cool. It has not ruled out for my phone yet, or for my, like, in my area yet. But I look forward to when it does. Android dot... Messages.android.com. But you'll see it, like, in your app, in your Android app, if you hit the hamburger, and you should see... uh, some text that says messages for web. Oh, okay. But that'll hopefully be fully rolled out within the next couple of weeks, which will be awesome for us Android users. And that is it for <gasps> Dongle News. Let's jump. That's right. You have an you have it you have an iPhone and a MacBook, Deanna. I think you're fine. I have the iPhone 6. I think it's just a 6. And yeah, but MacBook you have iMessages, Pro. which is available on your MacBook. Yeah. Isn't it? What? But I think that's only for iMessages. I have what? I have no idea. I'm sorry. I was like half. I was like, what are you talking about? Never mind. I have iMessages. Never mind. That Moving on to. Let's get into people. the tangibles. There's not a ton going on. Um, there was a cool Into the Battlefield, which is like a mini documentary about this magic player whose name is Donna Fisher. Um, and she is seven years old and plays competitive magic. And she's really adorable. Is it Donna yeah. or Dana? It looks it like might, Dana. It might be Dana. D-A-N-A. And so we'll throw the link to it in the show notes. Um, and so um, it's really cool. Um, I've seen her on camera before playing. Um, and she does really well. She plays elves in modern. So, Chris, get some lessons. Except for I don't play modern. That's a you problem. And so. I can't afford it. Just don't play Cavern of Souls. Don't be mean to the poor people, Cameron. And then. um, So go go check that out. They're going to inherit the kingdom. (laughs) They're going to inherit the kingdom. We talked about that in my Bible study tonight. Be nice to the poor people. They're. <laughs> so we're also got spoilers um are getting the spoilers for core 2019 which is the first core set after they stopped making core sets <coughs> bless you so far this this set is looking i don't know what wizards is doing it is very sporadic <laughs> like this set is all over the place but it's so like in such a good way like there's no way to be mad at it. Although there is a really like lackluster mythic in the set. Yeah. There's not a ton of cards that like I'm really hyped Bone for dragon. Um, but there are some really cool cards. Um, I feel like aggr- aggressively. Yeah, I mean, medium. like I'm not crazy hyped for anything in particular, but like, there are some great things happening in this. I mean, we're getting some really good reprints. Um, getting a reprint of Crucible of Worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, reprint of Scape Shift. Scape Shift. Yeah. So we're getting an Elder Dragon Scape Shift. cycle. The Elder Dragons. Yes. Um, lots of good things. But yeah, also, then we get things like Bone Dragon. The Bone Dragon. Which is just <sighs> bad. It's not good. 
<laughs> it's a five cost five four with flying that has a five cost exile seven cards from your graveyard recursion and it does it's not even like it just comes in untapped it comes in tapped after its right. recursion i don't get it it's not that good it's terrible i would not play that card yep yep sorry but we'll do some more we'll talk more about it um, we might do like a little spin-off cast and talk through some of the cards that are new um some of the notable reprints but um that's really all that we have right now about the tangibles and so that brings us to the end of our show this is where we would talk about listener mail um and we are stupid if we had corrections um you can tell us if we're stupid people don't be afraid yep or just send us any questions for listener mail. Yeah. And so. You decide. Bum, bum, bum. You decide. <laughs> who's next? <laughs> and so if you would like to. S- <laughs> if you would like to send us that listener mail or to send us the We Are Stupids, um, you can do that through our social media, which is 1Geek411 on Facebook, Twitter, PlayStation Community, our email 1STGeek411 at gmail.com. Then, of course, you can um, leave comments on our show notes on the website, which is onegeek411.com. Yep. And then you can rate us on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Um, Yep. And you can also subscribe on those things. Yep. And we read five-star reviews on the air. Yep. And then you can find us at our personal social medias. Mine's Humar Whittle. DN790. I'm not so foreign. It's been a great week. Yep. I love you.